0: This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 114. Today I am hanging out with Bethany McDaniel, the founder of Primally Pure. There, I said it right. In the episode, I somehow cannot say those words together, but Bethany has changed my life in a big way this year when she introduced me to her all-natural, non-toxic products. And we're going to kind of talk about the evolution of her business, how she started it so small, just finding a solution for herself and how she scaled it using customer feedback to really make the best product And trust me, guys, I use her stuff, and I love it. So welcome, Bethany, with a little round of applause. I don't care if you're running on a treadmill, sitting in your car, or you're in the shower. This girl deserves all the recognition because this show is awesome. Let's dive on in.
1: You're listening to the Goal Digger Podcast with Jenna Kutcher, the live workshop style business podcast for creative girl bosses. So you can train from the experts how to dig in, do the work, and tackle your goals along the way. Here's your host, photographer, educator, artist, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher.
0: Yo, yo, yo. It is Jenna here. And usually this is the point of the show where podcast hosts talk for a solid five, 10, even 15 minutes about some product that you need to purchase or some coupon code. And maybe you're like me and you just fast forward through it to get to the actual content. But fear not, you don't have to do that here. I dropped all of my sponsors in an attempt to get back to why I started this whole thing in the first place, which is to bring you the best free education twice a week. So today's show isn't brought to you by a paid sponsor. It's brought to you by my free Instagram guide, Captions That Convert. That's right. I made a totally free guide dissecting captions that don't just get likes and comments, but captions that actually convert your followers into clients. Because what good is that number under your name if it's not showing you results in your bank account? So grab this free resource and more at jkinsta.com. That's right. We all love free, so hop on over to JK Insta and uplevel your Instagram game in no time. Hey everybody, it's Jenna Kutcher. I'm so excited to be hanging out with the one, the only, Bethany McDaniel. She is the heartbeat and brains behind Primally Pure, a natural skincare company that uses nature's most precious elements to make non-toxic products that support radiant skin, a healthy body, and a happy self. Having used all sorts of prescription creams and pills to treat her acne as a teenager, Bethany was blown away by the results she eventually experienced after ditching the harsh chemicals and replacing them with simple and natural ingredients today we're going to talk all about natural skincare knowledge with the world all through her own line of perfectly formulated products and when she isn't at the pp workshop leading her team of nine incredible women you'll find her roaming her family's organic livestock farm with baby june on her hip sipping an iced matcha latte with macadamia nut milk and jet setting with her family for some much needed refreshment. So I am just so excited to hang out with her because she has been a pivotal piece in my own story of wellness in ditching all the toxins and really just pursuing our fertility journey. So welcome to the show, Bethany.
1: Thank you, Jenna. It's so great to talk to you. I've been a fan for a while. So this is super fun.
0: Well, welcome. You are the perfect person to encourage all of these people to chase their dreams, regardless of how put together their brand or business is at the moment. And I'm just so excited to walk with you through your journey. So why don't you kick us off and just kind of talk about Primarily Pure and how you got started and kind of what that looked like for you?
1: Yeah. So like you had mentioned in my intro, I dealt with acne throughout my teenage years and then all sorts of skin sensitivity issues after using creams and pills and all of the things that were recommended to me by dermatologists. And unfortunately, none of those things really gave me the long-term results I was looking for. Some of them maybe worked for a little while, but weren't really a true solution to my problems. And I always kind of knew there had to be more to the story. I felt like I wasn't being given the best information and was told over and over that the things I was eating and just other lifestyle factors had nothing to do with my skin. It was just something that I was born with and that these pills or creams were the only way to treat it. So I, I went with that because that was all I knew at the time. And then later on in college, I was working at Trader Joe's and a coworker of mine recommended jojoba oil, which was a product we sold at Trader Joe's at the time. And I started using that and was totally blown away by the difference that one natural, simple ingredient made in the health of my skin and just continued to use that and kind of adopted other natural things here and there, but didn't get super serious about it until many years later when my husband and his family started a beyond organic livestock farm. And so at that time, my whole family was kind of just on this path of really thinking seriously about what we were putting in our bodies. And for me, also what I was putting on my body. And I started doing more research and discovered that deodorant was something That was really harmful, a lot of the conventional deodorants on the market. And I did some research on natural alternatives and realized that coconut oil and baking soda work really well. So I actually took the little like honey and jam jars that you get at hotels and restaurants sometimes. I had some of those and I just cleaned them out and I put coconut oil in one and baking soda in one. And I just used that on myself for a really long time. Like every morning I just dip my finger in the coconut oil and the baking soda and It worked great, and I wanted my husband to do the same thing because I didn't want him to keep putting all of these chemicals on his armpits because it's just such a sensitive area, and our underarms are so absorbent, so the toxins can just really permeate and get into your skin there, so I wanted him to stop, and I wanted him to start doing what I was doing. And he just thought it was weird and (laughs) just wasn't.
0: Bless our husband, right?
1: (laughs) Wasn't really a fan of the method I was using at the time. So I was like, okay, I have to figure out how to make this work for him. So I started playing around with formulating deodorant, natural deodorant, in stick form. And I was working on that for over a year and I was having him test it. I was having my friends at CrossFit test it. Just everyone I know was giving them these deodorants and telling them to give me feedback on them. And finally, I came up with a formula that I was happy with and that everyone that was using was happy with. And I eventually started selling it on my family farm's website. That is
0: amazing. Like, what a crazy journey. And you know what's so interesting to me is that I didn't know that any of this existed until we started walking with our fertility journey. And it's crazy because, I mean, everything that is so mainstream is not necessarily good for you. And the things that we've been raised doing and using, like, I was shocked when I actually started looking into this. It's kind of insane.
1: Totally. And once you start going down that rabbit hole, you start looking at all sorts of different things and realizing how wrong a lot of the things are that most of us have been doing for our entire lives. Right. So what did your career path look like then? Because, I mean, you kind of share a little bit about the
0: story, but what was that like in terms of a career? Because I'm sure you never imagined that this shift and this change in you would turn into like a job.
1: Oh no, definitely not. <laughs> uh, and my career path is like has nothing to do with what I'm doing now. But I always thought that I wanted to be a writer and either be a writer or do something to help people. So I studied communications and creative writing in college and got a job writing for a magazine out of college. And I thought that was like the first step towards the career of my dreams. But I couldn't stand my boss at the time and. It just made it a miserable situation and not a fun job for me. And then around the time that that was kind of transitioning, I was getting married and my husband and I moved to Arizona and he was teaching at a high school and I started working for Special Olympics, which I also thought was my dream job when I got the job. But again, I had a boss that I just didn't love working for. And so at that time I was kind of thinking maybe i just maybe i need to work for myself maybe that's what i'm i'm desiring that freedom of working for myself and looking back i'm thankful now that i didn't have the best bosses because i may have stayed in either of those jobs and ended up loving them if i did but from a young age i was always really an entrepreneur at heart in grade school i would host these kid shops is what i would call them in my neighborhood <laughs> and i would put Flyers on all of my neighbors' doors, and I would put an ad in the Penny Saver, and I would sell anything from. Oh <laughs> I would sell like rocks. I would paint faces on rocks. I would make keychains. I even made lip balm made out of Crisco and food dye. Oh
0: my!
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the worst part, I had my I drew a little like dance floor with chalk on our driveway, and I would have my brother go out there, and I would put on music, and I would have him dance for tips. <laughs> Oh, and <laughs> I'm pretty sure I kept most of the tips, and I think that was my main source of income with these kid shops. But, <laughs> but I may have given him a little cut.
0: It reminds <laughs> me of Mary Kate Nashley's like brother for sale <laughs> like, back in the day. That is incredibly. Totally. Oh my gosh. I love that. We always would have um, lemonade stands, but we lived out in the country. So literally it would be like two cars every hour and oh. often, when the cars would come by. They would give us so much money because they felt so yeah.
1: bad. <laughs> oh, oh, that's so, great. That's amazing.
0: <laughs> okay. So let's talk about how it went from you just creating something for yourself and finding a solution for yourself to actually kind of starting a business or creating product for other people. What did that look like? Because I think a lot of people create solutions for themselves with the intention of just solving their own problem. But what did it look like when you knew you could finally start to solve other people's problems?
1: Yeah, so I was really like not interested in giving this out to the masses. I didn't plan on ever making a business out of it. It was something I really enjoyed doing as a hobby. And I enjoyed sharing it with my friends and family. But I think along the way, I kind of lost some of that entrepreneur mindset as I grew up. And no one in my family is an entrepreneur. My my family's all church workers, and a few of them are like artists, writers. So I thought kind of those were either helping people or doing something with writing were kind of the two paths I had. And it wasn't until later when my husband started this farm and we quit our jobs in Arizona. We moved back to California in with his parents and his sister, her husband and their son, and then his other sister. So we were all living in the same house trying to make this farm work and none of us had money. So (laughs) at the time, Jeff was like, okay, you have these products. Like we have this platform with the farm. It was just kind of starting to take off. So why don't you just start selling the products on the farm? It will be a good source of additional income for us. You know, I think you could easily make like $500 a month doing this and that would really help out. At the time I was like, there's no way I'm going to make $500 (laughs) a month. No one's going to want to buy that much product. So he kept kind of encouraging me and I was just really paralyzed by like, how do I make a label? How do I, how do I determine the price? And just everything like that was just overwhelming for me at the time. But I just kind of powered through. I had one of my friends design labels that we ended up using initially and I got everything to the the best point that I could get it to at the time and at that point just decided to put these products out there for the world and see what kind of response I would get.
0: That's incredible. I mean... Let's talk about done being better than perfect because I feel like this is such a good example. And I talk about it all the time in that a lot of times we're just waiting for the permission or for perfection. So what did that look like? Because, I mean, you guys were kind of faced with, like, a do or die in the sense of, like, either this is going to work and we got to just go for it now or, like, we can't spend our resources on it at this point. So what did that look like?
1: Yeah. I mean, when I first told my husband that was something we were going to be talking about. He was like, that's just didn't like it. He was like, that's such a cop out. That's an excuse. Like you try so hard to make everything perfect. And I was telling him, yeah, I do. And, I, but looking back, like everything that I came out with is nothing is so different than what I have now. And it was, it wasn't perfect by any means, but it was the best I could do at the time. So to me, done is better than perfect means making something the best you can under the circumstances you have under, With the amount of time you have, with the level of inspiration you have at the time, with the amount of funding you have, I think that it's more important to just get something out there and make sure it's the best you can do than to just always wait until the perfect time to do something. And if you scroll like way down (laughs) on the Primely Pure Instagram feed, which I'm not saying you should do it because it's (laughs) kind of embarrassing, (laughs) but like what you'll see, it was the best I could do at the time and I just didn't know what I know now and I didn't have the vision that I have now, but like our branding, the photos, everything was just totally, totally different than everything you'll see on our recent posts, but it was the best I could do. I didn't have a lot of money, I mean I really didn't have any money when I got started, so like I said, one of my friend made our labels for free. I didn't have the same vision. so even if I did have more money, I probably would have wasted it on
0: things that
1: <laughs> not that the now. Right fit. Yeah, exactly. And even my products at the time, I got the formulas to the best point that I could get them with feedback from my friends and family who had tried them but I mean, today our products are so much better because I've spent years refining them and making changes based on feedback that we've gotten. So it's just, I don't see it as an excuse to like throw something sloppy out there for people to see, but more of a reason to give things all you have with the resources you have and then just refine and perfect things as you go along.
0: Absolutely. And trust me, people are going to scroll to the bottom because they do that for me. And <laughs> oh I think it's hilarious though. But I, you know what <laughs> I think is way more cool is a lot of people these days are so tempted to like delete those not perfect posts and stuff. And yeah. I think it shows progress so beautifully because if you scroll to the bottom of my feed, which also I would tell you not to do, I mean, it is legitimately like the funniest filtered photos of my dog. Like nothing is pretty, but <laughs> What a beautiful example of just going for it and then like figuring it out as you go. So you started at the farm. So where are you today? What does your business look like? Like, how was it transformed from this tiny little startup that you had to do to now where you're at today?
1: Yeah. Oh, man. It's been such a transformation. So like we were saying, we started it at this farmhouse. And oftentimes I would be like making deodorant next to some family member who was like cooking breakfast. And it was just crazy. It was insane with all of us living in the same house. And then eventually, we, Jeff and I got to move onto a house at this new farm property that we got. So I was doing primarily Pure out of that house. And then doing that for a little while, I had two employees at the time that were working in and out of our house. And I got pregnant with our daughter and continued with Working on Primally Pure as we had been. And once we got closer to her due date, I kind of had to make a decision like, are we going to, am I going to really scale back and just kind of put a hold on things and maybe let Primally Pure totally fizzle out while I have the baby and go on maternity leave? Or am I going to really make a push to take Primally Pure to the next level? so that it continues to grow and flourish while I'm gone. So that was a hard decision. And I decided to make it go big. And things kind of fell into place to allow that to happen. We ended up hiring our pastor's wife, Jen, who's just been incredible. And she kind of totally took things over while i while I was on maternity leave, I had to teach her, we hired her probably like a month or so before I had, maybe two months before I had my daughter. So in that two months, I had to train around product making, on handling emails, just kind of everything I was doing at the time. and And then also we ended up getting a really awesome space nearby our house, somewhat nearby our house, to move the business into. And all of this kind of came together within two months or so of having my daughter. So I saw all of that as confirmation that, this is what God wants me to be doing, that I wasn't supposed to just give this up. So I kept going forward, and it was really tough. It was a hard few months before I had my daughter because she could have been born any time, and I still had boxes stacked high to the ceiling in our house. We, I was cooking deodorants, body butters, everything out of our kitchen, and paying people to cook meals for us because our kitchen was just overtaken with primarily Pure 24-7. <laughs> It was insane. And this new space just kept kind of dragging on. We were supposed to be getting the keys like way sooner than we actually got them. And at one point, I even, it was like the last, we were so close to getting into this new space. And it had this ugly blue carpeting at the time. And I really wanted to replace it with hard floors, not wood floors, but just like a different type of flooring. And They were giving me so much trouble about it. And I was trying to explain that it'll add value to the space. And they just weren't budging. They wanted me to keep this ugly blue carpet. (laughs) And so I finally, like, left this voicemail. I was, like, eight months pregnant at the time. I left this voicemail on the landlord's phone. and was just crying, like, just begging him to let me put in new flooring. This was, like, the last thing before we could move everything over. And finally, they agreed to it. All of that kind of came together, like just in the right amount of time, right before I had my daughter, we got the business moved out and that was like a huge step in Primely Pure Story. And so ever since then, we've just been continuing to grow. Now we, we still have that one space that we started out with and we just expanded into some additional space next door to it. And we have seven full-time employees, two part-time employees. Our products are available almost exclusively on our website and also on com, And we're getting ready to launch a bunch of new products this fall, including a charcoal deodorant, which I'm super excited about, and a few reformulated versions of existing products.
0: Let's be honest, we all have this love-hate relationship with Instagram. We find ourselves scrolling, we're hashtagging our way into oblivion, trying to crack the code on how to get more followers, and we're straight up exhausted from the rat race. I get it. That is why I want to help you. This show is made possible with the help of my totally free Insta resources to help you write captions that convert, to use hashtags that actually connect you to your dream clients, and so much more. Hop on over to jkinsta.com and get your hands on my resources created with you in mind. That's right. It's free 99 and it is waiting for you over at jkinsta.com. Go dig on in and I'll see you over on the gram. Oh my gosh, that is incredible. And I think a lot of times... We are faced with circumstances in our life, like having a baby or grieving a loss or something where you have to decide, like, am I in this? Like, am I willing to build it even bigger or get support so that I can do my life at the same time? And I think that is so cool that you were kind of faced with the decision. Like, you could have just stopped and closed up or figured out a way to keep going. And I'm personally very thankful that you decided to keep on going.
1: (laughs) Me too. Thanks. Awesome. So let's
0: talk about feedback because you're talking about new formulated products and what that looks like. And I know that client feedback has been a huge part of just how your business has transformed and how the products themselves have transformed. So how do you go about getting customer feedback? And then like, how do you handle when you get that, whether it's great feedback or critical feedback that can allow you to change things up?
1: Yes. We always encourage customers to give us feedback and Lots of different ways. We have order cards that we stick in every order and we say on those, you know, feel free to reach out to us at hello at PrimarilyPeer.com with any comments, questions, concerns, anything like that. We're, we're saying that on Instagram a lot. We post reviews from customers on Instagram, encouraging more people to leave reviews. And we actually just started a review give initiative where we are donating a dollar for every review we get on a website to a different cause. Each month, a different member of our team chooses a different one each that month to give cool. to. Yeah. It's been really that's fun. Smart. This is only our second month, but it's been fun. I love
0: that. Yeah. Awesome. Has it helped increase the number of reviews you're getting? It has.
1: Yeah. Cool. It's probably close to doubled the amount, which wow, has been really is cool. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that's super helpful. Yeah. No, I think I actually got that idea on your show from another guest you had on.
0: We always talk about like closing the loop. So like, you know, having someone support something and then showing how that impacts. So I think that is a brilliant idea. And I think that is super smart just to encourage people and also to use it to make an impact in a cool way.
1: Totally. And it's it's the girls on our team have been loving it because they've gotten to support different causes they care about. So it's been super fun. So we just try to to open as many or just remove as many barriers as we can for customers to reach out to us and talk to us about whatever, whatever they're experiencing with our products. And then once we receive that feedback, I have someone who handles all of our, the emails in our hello account. And she, I just train her to talk to me anytime we're getting kind of the same complaints or thoughts or whatever, consistently like bring that to my attention so that I can work on finding a solution. And even if it's a one time thing, if it's something that we're not used to hearing, then I just always want her to run that stuff by me. And then on the flip side, for the positive stuff, she also runs that stuff by me as well, or like cc's me in her response to that individual so that I can just see all the nice emails that come through because there is a lot more really great ones than bad ones, which is like hard to, it's hard to remember that that's the Mm -hmm. ratio, that the ratio is really like positive when, because you think of the negative ones, like the negative ones just impact you a lot more. But I think those are important to remember as well. And in the beginning, I did get my feelings hurt a lot whenever we would get negative feedback. I remember the first time I got a response to our newsletter that was just really rude and hurtful. And I was actually on... The first vacation I had taken was a family reunion since starting Primary Pure, and I was at a happy hour with my family in the mountains in Colorado, and I was, like, checking emails, which I shouldn't have been doing, but I opened one and saw this rude message, and I just started crying and left, and Jeff had to, like, console me, and <laughs> it was bad. And that, it took a while for me to get a little bit thicker skin when it comes to mm-hmm. negative feedback, but at this point... My feelings don't really get hurt anymore by that stuff. I mean, like I said, the vast majority of all the feedback we receive is positive and the stuff that isn't positive, I just try to view it as constructive and as a chance to improve. So I'm actually super thankful when people reach out with concerns because not everyone does. Some people will just not purchase again. And I'd much rather have someone reach out and give us a chance to make it right and a chance to explain a possible solution or work on reformulating something if that's what needs to happen. But it's just so much better to get that feedback from someone than to never hear anyone's concerns.
0: I love that. And I think that so many times we are afraid to even ask for feedback, because we are more fearful of that one negative or outlier comment. Mm -hmm.
1: But at the same point,
0: it is. No, it's terrifying. I mean, I can tell you like I could almost verbatim Tell you some of the mean things that have been said to I me. Know. I I like, remember them the exactly miracle. too. Yeah. Yes. Isn't that wild? And so we we created a little folder that is like fan mail in my inbox, so that if I'm ever having a bad yep. day, <laughs> I have, a I have to go. I have to go <laughs> with the good stuff. Uh huh. But it is funny because it it's one of those things. I think it takes time to like process if you get something negative. We hold on to that and take it so personally because we built these things from the ground up. You know, it's not just like we're pushing out someone else's product and we don't really have that emotional attachment. Like this has a story and it holds our lives in such a precious way and it supported us. And so it's not like they're just cutting down a product. It's like you're, we take it personally, which I think is like so fair. Yeah. But I think it's so cool too, to see how you continue to evolve your products and also the education piece. And one thing that I thought was just incredible about you and your products, because Bethany reached out to me right when we experienced our second miscarriage and started sharing that we were working on ways to like eliminate toxins and really just pay attention. And what I thought was so unique about when she reached out is that you guys had this whole education piece that helped not just explain your products, but explain the use and kind of what happens when you start switching and what that's going to look like. And I can only imagine that it helps set expectations, but it also helps give happier clients. So how did that come to be the education piece that you guys so do well? Oh,
1: thank you. Yeah, that's definitely something we try to focus on. And It's kind of funny because back when I was kind of realizing that I didn't really want like just a normal nine to five type of job, I was exploring other options for myself. And one of those was copywriting. So I was doing some copywriting for different businesses. I was working for my friend's husband's company and he was just finding me all these jobs. And he just working for him and like the resources he shared with me really ingrained in me how important it is for companies to be communicating with their customers and, you know, through a blog or whatever, just to be sharing information with them on more of a level than just kind of like buy our products, use our service, whatever. So that really ingrained the idea into my head that we needed to be just providing as much information and background info for our customers as possible. And I loved writing. So starting a blog was like a fun thing for me. And especially with natural products, because they are different than conventional products. There are things to keep in mind. They're not going to have the same fake fragrancy smells. There's just a lot of differences in between natural products and conventional ones. And so, especially with the deodorant, because you're going to sweat, it's not going to block your sweat. Like like most antiperspirants do, it's going to, it's just an adjustment for a lot of people. So I wanted to make sure customers were as informed as possible. And I thought a blog was a good way to do that. So that's why we started the blog. And I started with it. And now I have a girl on my team, Courtney, who has just been incredible with writing blog posts and just so great at connecting with our customers. So that's kind of how that's evolved so far.
0: It's so it's been really awesome and just I thought that it was so cool because I'm sure that you guys get a lot of questions and so to have a landing page that kind of gives you the chance to communicate all of those questions before somebody even asks them. I think that it's a good reminder for all of us is if you're getting asked a lot of the same questions, Mm -hmm. like have a space on your website or within your products or after somebody purchases and answer those because chances are if somebody else is asking them, you know, more people have the same question. And We've learned that a lot with different launches, different courses, different things like that where it's like if you're hearing a question more than once, chances are a lot of people are thinking it. And so I just thought it was so cool how you just sent out this well thought out, like so well explaining piece so that before I even tried your products, I kind of knew what to expect. My expectations were very clear and I think it just made me an all around happy client because I was like, this is amazing. Like I know what's going on right now now, I know what the switch looks like. So speaking of the switch, let's talk about skincare tips, because this was all foreign to me not that long ago. And so I would love to hear like, what are your top three skincare tips for us?
1: Oh, man, I have so many. But <laughs> Sleep is a huge one. And I've been the worst at that since having a kid, because oftentimes I I just don't take advantage of the time that she's sleeping enough. I choose work instead of sleep, even though I know how important it is. But it really is huge. It makes a huge difference. Nothing messes with your hormones more than lack of sleep. And so when you're getting quality sleep, your hormones are likely to be much more balanced, which really helps the health of your skin when your hormones are balanced. So sleep is huge. And I know you're big on sleep, right? Oh, I love
0: sleep. Yeah. I'm very big on sleep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Me too. For sure. Yeah. Another thing that I love are collagen peptides. Have you heard of collagen peptides?
0: I have, and I haven't taken them, but I've also heard bone broth is really good for yeah. collagen. Is
1: yes, you? bone broth for sure. I just know not everyone is into making the bone broth, but yeah. bone broth is like the best way to go if you have access to good bones and if you're willing to make it. Bone broth is amazing. And then if you're not into that, collagen peptides are also a great option, super quick and easy. I get them from a brand called Vital Proteins, and you can just mix them in coffee or water or whatever. But bone broth or collagen peptides are really good for adding plumpness and reducing fine lines, and they're also really good for your joints, and they make your hair and nails grow really fast, too.
0: Is the peptide, so, is that like in a powder form yeah, or a pill it's a form? Okay, Yeah, it's powder. Okay, cool. Yeah love that and it's like, I like tasteless caveman caveman collagen protein i wonder if that's similar
1: oh i haven't heard of it is that a yeah is that a powder as well yes it's oh, a powder okay. and
0: it has like 10 or 20 grams of protein in it yeah. and it doesn't it's taste like anything, anything and it's awesome
1: yeah. oh cool nice yeah there's a few good brands out there but those are awesome i can like see my face that has a glow to it when i've been taking them regularly that is awesome so those are great and then really just ditching toxic chemicals is so important. What we apply on our skin really is absorbed, and our skin is an organ. It's important to take really good care of it. And toxins, they mess with your hormones. They may offer short-term results, but ultimately just aren't good for the long-term, long-term health of your skin and whole body.
0: Absolutely. You know, it was so interesting to me because people had said this stuff to me before and it actually took me really like investigating to understand. So like the think dirty app when you can scan your different products and stuff and it'll tell you like on a scale of like where it's at and also just understanding, like if you think about it, if you've ever been to a doctor and they give you a topical cream, it's because your body absorbs it. And so if you think about the right. simple things like lotions and makeup and sunscreen and like all of this stuff that we're putting on our body and then it's just getting absorbed in, it's kind of crazy to think like if somebody told us to put like bleach on our skin, we would be like, heck no. But at the same way we're doing that mm-hmm. in some of the products that we're using without even understanding it.
1: Right. Yeah, and there's even stats out there. I think there's one about them finding like parabens in in breast cancer tumors and it's like 90 something percent of breast cancer tumors have parabens and aluminum and stuff like that. Really interesting just proving that what we're putting on our body really does. It's like a our skin's not a total barrier. It's permeable, so. Right. Take care
0: yeah. of it, people. Yes. Listen up, buttercups. Okay, so <laughs> let's just say if somebody that was just starting out or small business owner or maybe somebody that has their own products, if you could offer one piece of advice to them, what would you say or what would it be?
1: I would say to... Never be afraid to pursue your dreams because you're scared to fail. I mean, failure is going to happen in one way or another. I failed as a copywriter in the beginning. I wasn't able to make a career out of that. I tried to make a career writing for the Primal Pastor's blog, my husband's farm's blog, and that didn't really pan out for me. So, I mean, I think as long as you're trying and going for things that you're passionate about, eventually something's going to work out, and you have to be kind of relentless and not just give it a quick shot and then give up because it does take a lot of work. But I think it's just so easy to be paralyzed by things not being just exactly perfect and just to kind of give up and think that it's this unattainable thing that can never happen. And it's also scary to deal with the possibility of doubt and criticism from people we know, because those are kind of the people that see what we're doing first And sometimes the people that are close to us can cause us to question ourselves more than anyone on the outside. Mm. I mean, I remember when I started posting about primal pastors and primally pure on my personal Instagram, and I had a lot of friends unfollow me, and I was like really hurt by that initially, but now I don't pay any attention to that kind of stuff and don't care. But it's just interesting how our opinions of our thoughts about what people that are close to us think can discourage us sometimes and make us feel kind of self-conscious about what we're doing. But if if you're following your dreams and pursuing something that you're super passionate about, the people who are on board with that will stand by you. And the people that aren't, it, I mean, who really cares in the long run? Right. So...
0: Amen. Think <laughs> Amen, Bethany. <laughs> I feel like we could do a whole show just on that. Like it is yeah. like those We're so impressionable, especially at the beginning. And it's so scary to put stuff out there. And so I think it's just so cool to see people overcome it and share that too. Cause we forget about those times, right?
1: Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think it's important to just kind of invest a little bit of your time or, money or whatever in pursuing whatever it is that you're passionate about and kind of start small and, but stick with it and, and let it grow from there. I mean, if I can make money as a kid selling lip balm made with Crisco and food dye, I think that says a lot about the kind of opportunity that's out there for people to make a career of whatever it is they want to do.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Well, you guys, I would encourage you. I am a true believer, a true convert And thanks to Bethany's products, like I use them every single day and I will not shut up about them. So where can everybody find you and maybe just see if it's the right fit for them?
1: Yeah, you can find us at PrimallyPure.com. We're also on Instagram at PrimallyPure. Those are probably the two best places to connect with us. And be sure to say hi because we love connecting with people on our Instagram page and also through email. If you have any questions, feel free to email us at hello at PrimelyPure.com. And I think we're also going to do a free lip balm code with purchase for Gold Digger listeners. So maybe we can have people check the show notes for that.
0: Absolutely. So head to the show notes at golddiggerpodcast.com. You can pull up this episode and all of our past shows so that you can see how you can get a free lip balm with your purchase. And I sincerely love the deodorant. I use the face oil. I just love everything and it just smells so natural and I can wear it and use it with confidence knowing that I'm not putting any junk into my body. So thank you for providing a solution, not just for yourself, but for all of us out here. And thank you so much for sharing your story and your expertise, Bethany.
1: Thank you, Jenna. So great chatting with you.
0: Awesome. And I get to see you a bunch this next year because you are in the mastermind and I cannot wait to talk to you. I'm so excited. Yay, me too. All right, guys, I'll talk to you soon. Until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals.